the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And we are back discussing ice cream once again. This week, we're talking cream from Moonlight Creamery in Fairport and Hedonist Artisanal Ice Creams located somewhere in the South Wedge. I've still never been there. Rob went there and spent a ton of money on ice cream. It is in the South Wedge. Yes. And you did spend a lot of money. Yes. All right. Quick trivia question. This popped into my head as I was doing research earlier. Randy, do you know what hedonist means? Is that appropriate for this podcast? According to the definition I saw, yes. Then no, I do not know what hedonist means. Rob, you are the vocabulary master. Do you know what hedonist means? I think it's somebody who's like dedicated to pleasure and basically like pleasurable things. Yes. A person who believes that the pursuit of pleasure is the most important thing in life. A pleasure seeker. Wow. Guys, are we hedonists on uh, this podcast? I think so. <laughs> I think we're hedonists. <laughs> it's safe to say. <laughs> so I think we're going to just jump into the ketchup. So, guys, it's been a few weeks since we talked cream. What's new? Well, I, I can go first. The summer continues. That's that's kind of what I've been up to. I've been doing summer school been spending a lot of time outside i have a great farmer's tan and we've just been doing summer stuff my boys are still doing their soccer class which is pretty fun we actually had it today and they have progressed to doing toe taps on their soccer ball where they switch feet uh today we ran as fast as cheetahs and as slow as turtles they played red light green light and they actually have learned quite a bit and picked up some good skills so that's been fun our first sports uh you know class experience and just this weekend all of us played in a golf tournament and my team i was with rob and friends of the show pete and pat and our team actually won the closest to the pin and it wasn't controversial at all (laughs) isn't that right rob correct one of us did win closest to the pin, and it was a group victory. I think the trophy will reside in one place. And Rob, who actually shot the closest to the pin shot? So that was me, and I was reluctant to. We did we did this team pact. Like if <laughs> if one of us gets it, we'll split we'll split up the the winnings. And I was like kind of leery, and I'm like I don't know. I'm pretty good at par three sometimes. Like I I can get lucky on that. I'll never get a longest drive. But, but you, for a you couldn't three, say no to that group energy. I couldn't. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then Pete got closest to the pin. And you you like halved him. And then you I were bested like, him, yeah. And so and, and who's to say I, I wouldn't have had that relaxed energy knowing that we didn't have somebody at least on the green. It was awesome because then you you earned a pro, you got like an envelope with the prize money for this award or whatever. And I could just see you reluctantly splitting it up into groups. It was pretty amazing. Uh, great job, Rob. I'm very Thanks. impressed. Randy, summer scrambles, man. I talked about them a couple months ago on the pod. They're the best. Yeah, it was awesome. I actually saw Pete shot onto the green, and uh, I thought he had gotten it. It was awesome. And then I found out about five minutes later that, Rob, you trumped him. And what were you, three feet away? I prefer to say I Bidened him, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a lot closer. <laughs> okay, let's oh, not. Oh, political. Yeah, yeah, political. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like three feet 11, just inside of four feet. Yeah. So. It was great. Thanks. Shout out to f- former guest Johnny from the Chicken Sandwich Showdown episode. Organized the whole thing, did a great job. We appreciate it. We'll be back next year. Lots of fun. So I you were going to say, we'll be back after the spot. <laughs> right after this. <laughs> after this commercial. Um, yeah, so the summer continues for me. Uh, I'm having a great time. Starting to get, I got my first couple emails about the new school year already. Uh, in Target a couple weeks ago, I saw the school supply section. So that's coming, but it's still a month away. So we got a lot of summer left, and 
I'm looking forward to slamming some cones with you guys and talking cream. Awesome, Rain Man. Um, really, lately, I've just been watching a lot of the Olympics. Um, Olympics 20, uh, 2021, but really everything says 2020, I guess, because of last year. I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah everything. Or what um, happened? Yeah, so I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened last year, Andy. but anyways, uh, guys, I figured out I've got a couple favorite Olympic events I never had heard of before. Well, I've heard of them, but I didn't think I'd like. First, fencing is awesome. Did you guys get to watch any fencing? I have heard of fencing before. Yeah, I'm aware of fencing, and <laughs> also correct. very unsurprised that you like it. Uh, Epe, it's also known as, um, or one of the one of the modes of it, and it was so intense. These two women were just going head to head for the championship, and they had to get as many points as possible. Time was ticking down, and they were just going nuts with their swords. It was awesome. Um, and then last Hold night, on. aren't they called foils? Foils. Oof, not a huge fan, are we? Uh, I had the sound muted, so I didn't hear the description. <laughs> Good <save>. uh, <laughs> And then last night was the long jump, and it was also super intense. I love watching these events where it's like, ah, you're just kind of watching. It's track and field, whatever, and it's kind of in the was background. Was those two guys? Yeah. And then they agreed to split the no, gold medal oh, or that something? Was that was a high jump. High jump. That oh, was that was high, high jump. jump. Sorry. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like... Great it, story, though. The, oh, yeah. That one was great, where they agreed to split it. Although I watched the video. The one guy kind of pushed the other guy. I think, He's like, it. I guess, can we split it? Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Not unlike the recent closest to the pin controversy. <laughs> Didn't get quite as much media coverage, but just as big a story. So um, I spearheaded that whole deal. It was genius. <laughs> I like it was a good puppet idea. mastery. It was yeah. good. Uh, but, um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, it gets super intense because it's like comes down to like inches, and now it's like so much fun to watch um and the greek the greek guy took it over the two jamaicans it was surprising to everyone and even the greek guy who won didn't know he won for a few about 30 seconds and very confused it was awesome what i do love the olympics because you'll just turn something on in the background and you know an hour later you're an expert it all it happens every year with curling in the winter olympics Mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah like this nordic team sweeping is incredible or whatever you know and you just learn everything about these people same thing happened to me just last night. I was watching the women's 100-meter thing, and they tell yes. you the story of every single person in it. I'm like, oh, there's no way this lady can lose, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's so fun. I, my big sport that I watch was rugby. Rob and I used to play rugby in college, and I taped all of the stuff. But they'd play sevens rugby in the Olympics. So the games are 15 minutes long. It's like seven-minute halves. And you can just crank through the whole tournament in like two hours. It was awesome. So I watched like an half hour one night half hour then an hour and i watched the whole thing it's the best that was the one frustrating thing is not knowing what channel things are on because i would have loved to watch rugby i wanted to see more diving i only caught a little bit of diving one night um and honestly i kind of want to see some synchronized swimming and i didn't get to see any of that either because that's supposed to be really exciting too but you know the prime time ones are really cool the swimming so i watched the 100 meter hurdles last night too just i've never gotten into it this much and i don't know it's a lot of fun to watch yeah, I think we watched a ton, like the two Olympics before we had the boys. And right now, it's hard to just have the TV on all the time, but it is fun. You just like throw it on, and they'll cut back and forth from like rugby would would jump back to like freestyle skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. I'm into this now. But it, we watched so much when like Phelps was really good, mm-hmm. and we we could watch like every one of his races because they used to always put like swimming on every night. And now I right now I think we're in the track and field yeah. portion of the nightly broadcast. We have that YouTube TV, and I could just search for Olympics Events. rugby, and it taped every time it was oh, on. So I did cool. see a couple things twice, but recorded. But you could still watch everything. So that that was a helpful way to find events for me. Yeah, super Sweet. fan Pete was telling me about the sevens rugby, which he said for people who don't know rugby like me is actually more exciting to watch because it's easier to follow. Yeah, it's less people, Fast. less stoppages, high scoring. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks so tiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's half the guys sure. on the same size field. So. Yeah, I've never, never played sevens. I did like one sevens practice one time and almost died. It was the most tired I think I've ever been. And that's like usually just touch rugby. You don't even tackle and get up half the time for a lot of those practices. Oh, yeah. Well, he had us, the coach was just having us do full-on sprints for the length of a game and then practice after that. (laughs) So, like, I had never done that many sprints without without any kind of breaks, really. 
And I was just done after, you know, the 15 whatever minutes. And then he's like, okay, now we're going to practice. I'm like, what? Like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> but we drove to Buffalo, so I was stuck there. So, awesome. Uh, I've been watching the Olympics, too. I saw some pretty awesome volleyball. The women's team uh, was playing against Cuba. That was a really good game. And a lot of swimming. It's, yeah, it's it's awesome. All I, a couple of sports hedonists oh, seeking yeah. pleasure watching the games. <laughs> Gosh, in vocab fans. Uh, my uh, catch up was uh, I, I went on a trip out west for a, a little over a week uh, with a buddy, Matt, possible listener of the pod. I think he does listen to the show, maybe. Uh, he's been on the show before as well. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> definite guest. Definite guest. Possible listener. Possible listener. That's pretty much the definition of 90% of our guests. It's like, <laughs> have you ever listened to this? Uh, but we shout we, out real quick. Shout out to Gary. Definite guest. Definitely not listener. Didn't even listen to his own episode. So. <laughs> but don't worry. He won't hear that. So. He will never hear it. Uh, yeah. So we flew into Arizona and then did uh, hiked into the Grand Canyon and out and went to Bryce and Zion and then through Vegas and then down to L.A. Uh, but the hiking was incredible. I didn't really think I could handle it, to be honest with you. Going into it, I was kind of worried because... You know, I, I went on this trip pretty pessimistic because I know that, you know, the West is on fire. Uh, you know, with COVID, things are shut down. I also heard that the national parks were like flooded with people. So I kind of went in thinking it was going to be a maybe a rough trip. And in the end, we were able to go everywhere we wanted to. Um, hiked a lot of great run, like great hikes. And it was just it was awesome. It was really freaking hot. But aside from that, it was an awesome trip and tried some really good food. Uh, couple of highlights one shocked me one of the kind of things that i thought would never be good was uh in where sedona arizona i had uh, cactus fries have you guys ever had those never heard of them no they are so good they're they're like something like if you took a green pepper but crossed it with a pepper with better flavor like they were so good like a red pepper (laughs) I'm thinking more like has like more spice. Like, you know how a bell pepper is kind of like a little flavorless. Um, It it almost had like the texture of an onion, but looked like a green pepper, but tasted like something else. Okay. And it was flipping awesome. It was great. It was the Cowboy Club Grill and Spirits in Sedona, Arizona. And speaking of ice cream, they had some great homemade ice cream. We have a few listeners out in Sedona, I think. Oh, we've got a big Sedona contingent. Uh, Sedona fans, we also got some homemade ice cream at the Black Cow Cafe. And in parentheses, I wrote, great waffle cone. I do not remember what I got for the ice cream, I think. But the cone, I guess, was very good. So, yeah, it was awesome. And then, you know, it was just an awesome trip. I also ate the biggest chimichanga I've seen in my life. It was, like, bigger than my head the day before we did this insane hike. And that was a huge mistake. But great food, great trip, great hiking. I highly recommend getting out to those those three parks if you ever can get there. So. Fantastic pictures you were sharing. Thanks. I've only ever been to Rocky Mountain National Park. Is that what it is? Yeah. Which awesome is park. awesome. We had a great time, and it made me want to go out to those places. We're going camping in Letchworth, the Grand Canyon of the East, in a few <laughs> weeks. So I'll send you some pics, Rob. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, the, the Grand Canyon, We the, the day we went there, it was, as we were hiking out, it was 115 degrees. Oof. And the day before was the hottest day that they have on record. And so, like, <laughs> we hiked all the way, you know, to the bottom. It's like four and a half miles to get down to the, it's called, like, Indian Gardens campsite, which is at the bottom, but not all the way to the Colorado River. And so we're like, hey, like, we see this one, uh, this one park uh, ranger, and she's like, hey, you guys should just, there's like a creek, just jump in the creek with all your clothes on, just get wet with everything because it's so hot like you're gonna have to do that and so we're down there for a little while talking to some some people some hikers who said that they spent the night down at that camp and it was they're like it was so hot that nobody slept at all we met some other people that were camping in that valley and they to fall asleep they would take their sheets soak them in the river completely (laughs) and just pull the wet sheets over their bodies and i'm like that is insane that's so crazy yeah, it was it, it was so hot and so we and then this other guide he comes up to us and he's like hey guys like uh it's like 11 ish in the morning he's like so when are you guys hiking out and we're like pretty soon he's like well you should go like like right now because it's gonna get so hot that you might not make it out of here and we're like i guess we're going right now and then 
it was uh, brutal, but it was it was pretty cool to see. So, yeah. Hey, great catch up, guys. Mm-hmm. Great catch up. And great new great new sound effect, Rob. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I spent all morning on it. <laughs> so let's should we shift gears and start talking cream? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We uh, we got Moonlight Creamery, which is in Fairport, which is where I live. I've actually I know a lot about Moonlight Creamery because they are very kind in the community, and I have been on several field trips with my elementary school students to moonlight creamery one year they even let us design a flavor that they made and sold it was pretty good it was their delicious vanilla ice cream with m&ms and what are the peanut butter ones reese's pieces i was i was gonna say if kids came up with a flavor for ice cream it had to have m&ms in it yeah and the kids came up with it so but I think I may have encouraged them to just add like something else because they're like, we love M&Ms, let's do that or whatever. You know, this was years ago, but uh, they've they've still had us several times over the years. And I looked up their website. I know one of their big things. It says, um, where does it say it? But uh, they use like you know the best ingredients, and it's like um, what's the term like conflict free and like that kind of stuff. Hedonism. And, not hedonism no uh that's a different ice cream place i think no um they use only blood diamonds in their ice cream yeah that's a good flavor blood diamond but no yeah they're like everything is like conflict free free trade fair trade fair trade got it and then also you know their to-go spoons are like the cornstarch kind of stuff that everything's biodegradable so you it's like a more expensive ice cream place, but you get really high quality products and all the, you know, they're, they're very eco-friendly and stuff. So they, they kind of think about community and all that good stuff too. Um, when I went there, we got ice cream as a family. And then I went back in and got like pints of ice cream and I based my pints sort of on what Rob had gotten. So the flavors we got were vanilla cookies and cream and strawberry so we're always going to get vanilla for these episodes some form of cookie ice cream like we had the dirty vanilla last episode from pittsford farms which had crushed up cookies in some form of cookie ice cream and then a wild card rob ended up getting strawberry from the other location that we went to so i just got strawberry from this place too because i i actually got a strawberry ice cream cone it's my favorite ice cream flavor it's sort of my measuring stick so i think rob was playing into that knowing it's my favorite Rob, where did you get vanilla cookies and cream and strawberry from? So, yeah, I went to Hedonist. Again, it's in the Wedge, uh, uh, maybe Gregory Street. I'm not totally certain of the street. Uh, but, yeah, it's a cool place. If you go there, it's it's like a little kind of ice cream shop, and attached to it is their Hedonist chocolate shop, and they make kind of high-end chocolates. It was expensive, I have to say. Um, so we got like three pints and then three single scoops, and I thought that we would need that much for the three of us. That was way more ice cream than we needed, but it was $42, which is pretty pricey for ice cream from one place. Now, I do want to say that the, the two women that were helping, and because they hand-scooped everything right there, so there's nothing that was like ready to roll. They had to like do this. They crammed as much ice cream as they could possibly fit. They were like overflowing. <laughs> they were over, like they're bursting out. So of do them. they have different sizes there and you order, what, like what size did you order? So they have a bigger size. Um, for the single scoops, they're $3 each. Okay. And so that was the smaller containers. The pint, I don't remember exactly what, what I'm using the receipt as a bookmark currently. So if we wanted to track it down. What I book are you reading? Oh, it's actually uh, the this case. Isn't, this isn't plugs. It's the case for keto, which goes really well with an ice cream. Ooh, is that a is that a, a detective book? It, it is. Yep. It's this. Uh, it's this dietitian turned detective, and he's just yeah. he's just solving all these great crimes. Uh, it's a low carb noir. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Thank you. I was trying no- to make a joke. Carb noir. Uh, <laughs> So the, the people that were working there were super helpful. It took quite a long time to, to basically scoop all this ice cream by hand. So they were super nice. And so the customer service, excellent. The cost, a little bit higher than I would, I would recommend. But we'll see if it was worth. Oh, and actually, cor- a correction. I think I said last week that 
Fairport um, or uh, Pittsburgh Dairy was like 32. It was 27, $9 per quart, maybe. I don't know what the mm-hmm. size was, the good size one. So $9 each. So a fairly reasonable price. And I, I think I misquoted that. So all of our listeners, you know, lay off me on the on the Reddit. Yeah, they've page. been all over you. Yeah, it's been rough. On, on the the uh, the message board, aka as we've said, our text thread with our six friends, <laughs> who are the only people we know, listen to the podcast. thirty-two dollars, and three uh, of them are sitting here. Right yeah, <laughs> there are three of the people on this out of the seven are hosts. Uh, yeah, at Moonlight, I think I spent twenty-four bucks, um, and like a kitty cone there is more expensive. It sounds like a, like a single scoop on a cone is like four bucks, just to get in the door. Ice cream is like that. Like to add a second and third scoop is like a buck or 50 cents. Mm-hmm. But it's also insane to eat like an ice cream cone with three and a half scoops of ice cream. It's it's a, a well-priced treat like yeah. for the business, you know. Um, so overall, Moonlight Creamery was cheaper as 24 bucks for the... I got a, a prepackaged pint and then two like larges. And that was plenty of ice cream for us. Yeah. And, and much looser scoops. I think yeah. if you look at the amount of ice cream, we probably did get almost double from Hedonist yeah. than we did from Maybe, Moonlight. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I thought both places were really good. Should we, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we started with vanilla. Mm-hmm. And the f- oh, stumbling out of the blocks <laughs> was Hedonist. It tasted, to me, delicious. I loved the flavor. But Rob, you're you're the true creamsman here. Tell us about the makeup of this ice cream. I wrote three words. Gritty, silty, sandy. They all mean the same thing. <laughs> Variations. Probably could have shortened that to one word. <laughs> <laughs> Something was up with the texture. And and Randy, you, we consulted our consultant. Yes. And and what did she say? That most likely um, the sugar either either never melted um, or it did melt, but then after ice cream gets warm and then cools down again or becomes frozen again, sometimes you can feel the sugar. She's assuming that it's the sugar in the ice cream. So, yeah, you could definitely feel it. It was. It just left this gritty, silty taste in your mouth and so I would, I would agree with Andy that the flavor was good the vanilla flavor was there mm-hmm. but I, I just couldn't finish it and I anticipate throwing it away I, and I think we talked about this we're assuming... well let's not get insane I don't think we need to <laughs> I, throw it I was going to burn it in, in my backyard <laughs> yeah you went the opposite route and ate all of it uh, <laughs> I think to give them some credit it was probably a, a rough batch of it I would um, agree because no spoilers, but I guess spoilers, the other two that we tried did not have that texture whatsoever. And I sampled one when I was there, mm. had no issues yeah, with that. So I've I had ice cream just from them before, like I've had no issues with yep. it, so I think it was just a but bad the ta- I thought I agree, I thought the taste was really good. Yeah, I, I kept going back and forth, and I ate all of mine, because I, I kept wanting to, like, I was curious, what is what is that feeling, but I also really did like the taste. The problem with that siltiness is it, it was almost like an aftertaste effect. It wasn't a taste, obviously. It was an afterfeel, and it just kind of hung in your mouth. And if it got between your lips, it felt like you had finer grain sand in between your lips. I did like the flavor. I thought Moonlight was far creamier, obviously, because it just didn't have that silty taste. And we're we, we're comparing them because we ate them back to back we're not gonna like score them head to head but we'll just give each ice cream place an overall score uh moonlight i thought was far creamier it had more larger darker specks of vanilla and they actually had two vanilla flavors that day they their regular vanilla is called madagascar vanilla and this was called tahitian vanilla and i think they According to the uh, little placard in front of the flavor, it said it's the rarest form of vanilla. It didn't stand out to me as anything insane. It was good, but I actually think I liked the flavor better of Hedonist, as I said. It's just it, the texture was different. The flavors went one way and the texture went the other for me. Yeah, I liked um, I liked Moonlight better, definitely. I like the taste better. Um, 
And usually you don't, the texture of ice cream is usually pretty similar. At least for me, I can't really tell the difference between ice creams all that much, but I, I would say this one was like you said, Andy, like you're at the beach and you get some sand in your mouth and you get some grit in there. That was kind of like I need a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> Classic it, beach problems. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was probably sugar cause it melted pretty quickly also. So. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and I think that moonlight, I, I felt like you could almost taste the bean pods themselves from the vanilla. Like they were, they were big enough. Cause you know, you see the, the, the black flecks, like you could kind of taste the pods a little bit, which I kind of liked. And I, I thought it had good flavor. It was creamy, but again, by contrast for me, I, I just couldn't get past the textural mm-hmm. difference. That was just a huge, I'm that's, trying to find the picture that I took of that label, but can't find it but it said something in there in their description that it was like i got it here it says it's like the floral more floral than their original one it's the rarest variety of vanilla so maybe if you're catching some any type of extra vanilla or you know flourish uh flavors it could be from that i guess yeah all right. Let's move on to cookies yeah, and cream. Yeah, I think we fit it all. Bean pods, flowers, and grit. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. So the cookies and cream, Randy, what were your thoughts? Um, okay, I had, a, I had a lot of thoughts of Whoa. this. First of all, the vanilla base in both was great. Um, the hedonist vanilla base was amazing. So it didn't have that. No so obviously something, something funky with that batch. Yeah, for sure. Um, Moonlight Oreos, I put question mark. I think they actually put real Oreos in there. Uh, Andy, you can speak more to that. I think we talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I have been behind the scenes there at Moonlight. No, uh, <laughs> we did talk about that. And I thought, my first thought was I took a bite of the Hedonist first. And my first thought was those aren't Oreos. And we had that discussion. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe if you're paying more and these are artisanal ice creams, it's possible they make their own cookies or someone else does or they're just not Oreo brand. Again, we can't confirm this. We're just going based off of our vibe, but you kind of agreed like that it seemed like Hedonist had some sort of homemade thing. Uh, I was talking to Randy there and forgot not everyone's in this room with us. And it did taste like <laughs> Moonlight had more traditional Oreo flavor. Rob, what did you think about the cookies in, in between the both? Same, no difference to you, tasted different? I thought they were different. I think that the way the cookies were incorporated into hedonist made it for a more cohesive ice cream. They were much smaller pieces. It was just like all together. Whereas it felt like at moonlight, there were just giant chunks of cookies. They threw in at the end of the batch of ice, the ice cream churning. So it just didn't, it didn't meld. Well, I I thought, you know, if you want a giant chunk of cookie in the middle of your ice cream, that's great. But I've made cookies and cream ice cream myself. Humble brag. Here we go. And, uh, and, the, the way Moonlight does it is a lot more like how I did it because I don't have a powerful ice cream maker. It you seems just to me like, yeah, throw like it in there. Moonlight is like you throw a bunch of Oreos in a bag and smash it with a rolling pin and Hedonist was like blended. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And one interesting thing though, this, I think these are the, the this is a, an interesting pairing because I was watching uh, a YouTube video of Wolfgang Puck uh, reviewing different ice creams. And one thing he mentioned that I never would have thought about was that like really good ice creams have like acidity behind them, like some sort of like this, this acidic brightness to it. And I think that Moonlight, I wrote, it had almost like a tang, almost like a yogurty acidity that added a brightness to the ice cream, which is probably a really good thing. But I don't know if my palate's that <laughs> good that I want that. Whereas I thought, uh, Hedonist had more of like a maltier flavor, which I said, I think I prefer this one a little bit more because of the blendy maltiness. Whereas the Moonlight's ice cream just had that, the tang. And I don't know if I really liked it. Yeah. My notes match up with what you guys are saying. I wrote down just on appearance. Hedonist was grayer, smaller pieces, more swirls, which all makes sense with how we're theorizing the cookies are put in. And that moonlight was brighter, bigger chunks. I said that some, maybe this is on the same idea as you, Rob. The vanilla part in moonlight wasn't as good as the regular vanilla. It just tasted different. Yeah. Um, here's the crazy thing. I would probably give the edge to the hedonist cookies and cream if we were matching them up. But that day, that same day, and this probably just has to do with eating them back to back. The same day I ordered moonlight, my son got cookies and cream. 
And I took a couple bites of his and it's what me convinced me to get it to match up with your cookies. And I'm like, this is awesome. I got some huge piece of Oreo and it was hot out. It was like refreshing. So it, you know, it just goes to show like you can throw your palate off, whether you're trying it against something else or on a certain time of day, but it was definitely scooped out of that same tub that my son had it and it was really good. So I think for me, I probably would go the hedonist, uh, just cause the, the vanilla base was better than their original vanilla. And I liked that you got like a, a high percentage of Oreo, a lot of swirls, even though I do like the chunks. I just kind of thought it the, the cookie part, which, which I think maybe wasn't Oreos, was some sort of delicious homemade good, was better. I thought that was a good ice cream. Yeah, I have nothing that Rob wrote on my sheet. Um, <laughs> you Wolf, said they're both bad. Wolfgang Puck sounds like a made-up name to me. And now, I has he been on the tank. pod? <laughs> He's coming up. Okay. For the finals. Um but I did, you know, to be fair, it might not have been Oreos. It could have been Hydrox. I don't know. But either way, I thought Moonlight was, it had like a cream, it had like that in between the cookies cream I could taste in mm-hmm. it. I wasn't sure I got that from Hedonist, but I loved the soft cookies in Hedonist. I love how it was yeah. blended in there. So for me, Hedonist took this one. Yeah, that reminded me a little bit of like sometimes I think it's in like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. They'll do like a cookie swirl, it'll mm-hmm. say in the description. And it's just like pulverized Oreos and they're like they're mixed with that fatty cream in the middle, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of swirled throughout. That's what it reminded me of. Sort of like that dirty vanilla we had from Pittsburgh. So, okay. I don't Another think, good matchup. I don't think you can go wrong with either one of they those. Were they're, they're they're gonna gonna they were both great. You're going to win They were both great. So, Andy, how about you kick off your, your favorite flavor? Well, we were talking strawberry. It's definitely my favorite flavor of ice cream, probably from when I was a kid. I think there's a percentage of me that either chose it because sometimes we'd buy the Neapolitan ice cream and nobody ever wanted the strawberry and I would always eat the strawberry. And I think that's so like Perry's or Wegmans brand strawberries, what I kind of grew up with loving. And this was interesting. I've had Moonlight before. I had it that day on a cone because I was craving strawberry ice cream. And then we ended up getting it because Rob got strawberry uh, in the pint. These were very different to me. And I always get strawberry everywhere I go is like my baseline. I said to Rob, it's like how I like to get chicken parm at an Italian restaurant. That's my measuring stick. And I think we talked a little bit about how hedonist, it wasn't as fruit forward there was you could taste a lot of creaminess almost to me where it tasted like a butteriness butteriness it's a vocab podcast sure (laughs) and then moonlight it was a brighter color it had stronger brighter flavors fruit forward and to me that one seemed like an artisanal version of the perry's that you grew up with or friendlies and the hedonist was more like a subdued, more natural version. It wasn't quite as bright pink. It was brownish almost. But I could see how some people would like that better because it's not... Neither of them were like saccharine sugary in your face. It really did taste fruity. And they say it's roasted strawberries at Moonlight. I'm not really sure what that means. But um, again, I think they were both good. Um, I liked the Moonlight better because it's my style of strawberry ice cream that I like. It was a very good version of that. Yeah, I would agree with every everything you just said. I, I wrote subtler, milkier for Hedonist. But kind of what I said earlier about how I thought that Moonlight had that kind of bright tang, that kind of acidity that brightened up the, the cookies and cream that I almost didn't help it. I thought that same brightness came through in the strawberry and i thought that it actually did help it because it worked well with a fruit ice and cream see, that's funny when you first brought that up when you say like acidic tang it almost makes you think sorbet or citrus or fruit you know mm-hmm. so that makes sense if you yeah. talk about a strawberry so it worked uh and, and i would agree i think that some people would really like that subtle milkier uh dairy forward flavor at hedonist i did prefer the moonlight but i did have a critique of it in that those, they had such, you know, so many little pieces of actual strawberry, they became icy. And so as you're eating it, you're tasting kind of like frozen. It's almost like when you've got like the berry bag in your freezer that you throw into smoothies. 
some of those frozen fruit pieces. And a lot of seeds, too. A lot of seeds, a little bit of watery iciness that kind of cut through the ice cream itself. I mean, that said, it was still really good. I I would still go back. And if I I don't like strawberry ice cream that much, but I I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about our strawberries because um, (laughs) for me, you know, when I think back, my first introduction to strawberries, probably Daryl. And then after that, when I think about ice cream, I think about never, ever liking strawberry ice cream. Now, Rob, you don't like strawberry ice cream really either, right? I do not. You guys mostly, you basically did this for me. This yes. was Andy, <laughs> the household that only had strawberry left in the Neapolitan was my household. Like nobody I ate the strawberry. I would have been a king in that household. How did that even get included in the Neapolitan? Anyways. Oh, boy. I, oh boy. Listen, mind blown. This strawberry ice cream from Moonlight was so delicious. I would be willing to go again tomorrow and eat it. It was amazing. It had the fresh pieces so of strawberry in it, I thought. I thought it's it had possibly roasted. Possibly roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I had the um wait, which one was roasted again? <laughs> Moonlight. Moonlight. And which one am I talking about? Again? You were Moonlight. talking about Moonlight. <laughs> okay. So it was delicious. As far as we know. Yeah. As far as I wrote this down. Um, Hedonist, not as strong of a taste to it. Kind of what you guys said. It had more of a duller color. Um, It was still good. Still ice cream. So nothing wrong with it. But I thought Moonlight knocked out of the park. And I I might be a strawberry guy now. I don't know. Well, hey. That's good to hear, buddy. It's there's plenty of room on the bandwagon. No one's really joined up for me in the last thirty years. It was, honestly, Andy, I'm not just saying it. It was really, really good. I love the pieces of strawberry in it. Yeah, and it really came through well, and it was creamy. Like I know what you're talking about, Rob. When the strawberries get frozen, I didn't feel like that with this. I felt like it really mixed in well together. Now I loved all these flavors. Vanilla is like so standard that I think it's important that we get it from every place. Cookies and cream is a top five flavor for me, and strawberry is my favorite. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that my wife was exceedingly disappointed in these flavor choices <laughs> because she loves some of the crazier, more interesting ones at Moonlight. We go there a bit. I Every once in a while, I'll get a gift card from a very generous family to go get ice cream with my boys or something, and my wife got one. It, it, it was I think a leftover 4th of July theme flavor and it was like some sort of sweet cream ice cream or white chocolate and it had raspberries and blueberries in it. It was delicious. My son Teddy got their whatever it's called like, you know, some insane chocolate name or something. It's just their chocolate ice cream. It's so good and intense and I do not like chocolate ice cream normally. And then my wife's favorite is called So My Wild Oats, but it's basically a oatmeal cookie flavor ice cream. So good. And then we were looking at Hedonist. They had baklava, cheesecake flavor ice cream. It's hard for us to get all these different things, and we want to keep it somewhat even just for discussion purposes. But, yeah, we might have to go to Moonlight and try some other flavors just for fun. Or Hedonist. I'd go, I'd go anywhere. They had uh, peanut butter and jelly. At Hedonist, mm. oh, and I sampled it, God. and it was really good. But it was—they have so many, like you said, they didn't have baklava, they didn't have cheesecake when I was there because yeah. they have these rotating. This was just on the website that yeah. are always changing, and so, you know, maybe for our next round, we have to next truly, summer, next summer, uh, maybe just do a true wild card yeah. where you just pick the wildest. So we always do vanilla, we always do a cookie flavor, and then the third flavor is dealer's choice. Yeah, pick something that's unique to that place. Which I almost didn't get strawberry because of that because I know their strawberry so well, but it was prepackaged and there was a huge line when I was trying to have them scoop me pints of ice cream. I was like, I'll get one prepackaged well, at least. That's the thing is, if as a listener, if I was listening to the podcast, I think we were nuts not going for some of these crazy flavors, but we also have like... How many flavors are we testing a night now? Like it's there's yeah. a lot of ice cream going on. I think so. maybe this is a good idea for next summer. Mm-hmm. We'll have this in the books. We'll have rated them on some standards, and then next summer we'll try it again. Yeah. And also, I did to to note, I wasn't planning on going to Hedonist for this this past episode. Oh yeah, where'd you, you tried to go to Reeds? I, I went to I think it was Reeds and Henrietta accidentally parked in some sort of restaurant parking lot, got confused. Fell asleep, woke up at Hedonist. Woke up at Hedonist. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? In a bathtub. <laughs> yes. Got with ice. Got <laughs> incepted. Uh, no, I ended up, so yeah, I went over to Reed's and it looks like uh, they are shut down. So that is off the list. So we, Bummer, because I like that. We, we went there once or twice, I think, 
actually you and I, I think went once. Was that you? Yes. I think so. I think so. Just yeah. took a random drive and got homemade ice cream. It was yeah. good. I, I was there. Yeah. Maybe Pat also came, I think. All right. So let's see. We are going to give these places an overall rating. I do have last episode's ratings just for your reference. That'll be helpful. Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh ice, uh, Pittsburgh dairy, Pittsburgh farms, dairy and eat me ice cream. Pittsburgh, um, averaged a 9.25. Randy nine, Rob 9.25, Andy 9.5. Eat me ice cream, which technically not ice cream. I believe it's like, a, what, what do we say? It's like a vegan ice cream product, right? Yeah. I think vegan. Um, with that in mind, Rob had a 7.5 there and Randy gave it an 8.5 and I give it an 8.25. And I think like our scores kind of varied because we're like, we're, some of us were like with the caveat that this is made without cream, I'm giving mm-hmm. it a good score. Mm-hmm. And I think other people were like, well, it's not even made with cream. So I'm giving it this score. It varied, but, um, we did like both of those products for sure. Pittsburgh dairy in my head was probably going to have the highest score. Um, so we'll see how this shakes out. Um, overall, let's give Hedonist a score. I am going 8.5. I liked it a lot. It's expensive. And then the vanilla in this batch just hurt it for me to lower it just a bit. So I'm going 8.5 for Hedonist. Rob, what are you thinking? I'm really torn. Uh, my initial thoughts were seven, seven point two five, just from the vanilla or just overall. The vanilla, I didn't love the strawberry. Then again, that's not a flavor I enjoy. I think what I have to think about is, okay, am I going to go? Let's say I want to get ice cream. Do I want to go to Hedonist or Eat Me? I'm going Hedonist. So you got to go over that. Score. So I'm thinking, yeah, seven point seven five, and I think that if it had a better vanilla, it would definitely be in the eights. Uh, and for Moonlight, I would give it an 8.2. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, we're all doing just that one for <laughs> Randy. But boy, 8. what? Our listeners are clamoring. <laughs> Randy Hedonist score. There's a lot of numbers between there. Um, Hedonist. <laughs> you might almost say infinite <laughs> numbers. I'm going with an 8.25 for Hedonist. I think I'm an easy grader. I liked I love it. ice cream. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I don't really have too many complaints, but the vanilla and had to knock it down. Even if it was a bad batch, I had to knock it down. And that's what I feel like too. Yeah. The thing is with me, I kept eating it because I thought it tasted great. <laughs> the, the problem with ice cream is it almost always tastes great. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Touche. All right, Rob, start us off with Moonlight because you said half of your score, eight point. So I'm going 8.25. I like Moonlight. I think that I've had other things there and I've really enjoyed them. I also think the cone in-house experience makes things different than when you're grabbing ice cream to go and eating at your house. So, you know, if we went there and maybe just got a cone of our favorite, I might be in the high eights to low nines. But for this experience, you know, honestly, the cookies and cream kind of brought it down. It was good. 8.5. 8.5. I changed my mind. I'm so confused by the cookies and cream by the fact that I loved it that day. <laughs> now, tonight, I was like, it's not that good. I mean, it was good, but you know what I'm saying. I thought it was fine. I think overall, it was very good. It's homemade ice cream. You can't go wrong with homemade ice cream. I like it better than anything you get at a store. Any, certainly anyways. better than Reed's, which is closed. Mm, Boy, yeah, I right. Not, I hope they're not closed for any sad reasons as I mock them. Probably are. Okay, uh, Randy Moonlight nine niner. <laughs> oh, quick, no, no debate. Nine, loved it. awesome, loved it all. Like I said, cookies and cream wasn't as good as the hedonist, but overall tied for Randy's first place spot right now. I know that's the problem. Is all ice cream is good to me too? So the only yeah, my go to is cookie dough. So it's hard, you know. That's where I can really get critical. But otherwise, that strawberry was so good. <laughs> I'm, so I'm good. glad that it kind of opened your eyes. There was something else. We had a while ago that someone got on board with a weird f- taste of mine. I'll have to think of it better. I nine from me as well. It wasn't the mezcal mint or whatever, right? That was or no, it was. wasn't ice cream. It was on a previous old episode where I think Randy was like, "Hey, I actually kind of like this idea too." I'm trying to think if it was like a weird garbage plate side or something. I don't know. Anyways, I say nine as well. 
I love Moonlight Creamery. I thought it was delicious. And I think I'm coming at it with a little extra info knowing about some of those crazy flavors. I've had everything from like their piece of cake ice cream to that oatmeal cookie stuff. It's also good. oatmeal cookie ice cream. Yeah. That might have got it into the yeah. stratosphere. Yeah. All right. So that's basically around a 9.83. No, 8.83 for Moonlight. Repeat. And yeah, repeating, right? Yeah. That's pretty close. The You're the math guy. And yeah, like 8.1, 8.2 for Hedonist. Pretty good scores. Yeah. Solid ice cream. Mm. I guess if you're going bang for your buck, Moonlight's the way to go here, even though in my head Moonlight is expensive for a family visit. But it's expensive for a good reason, I think. But pints, I think Hedonist is a little overpriced. But how much was the cost of of the Moonlight total? 24 bucks, which is almost half, and we got almost half the ice cream. Yes, I think they might be. If you actually go pound for pound... I think Similar. my containers were bigger, though, the wide ones. Yeah, they're, like, empty. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Either a way. Of, a lot of air in there. Well, uh, I would say this. I would probably go to Moonlight first. I would definitely never say no to going to Hedonist, and I'd probably go as a destination for some of those crazy flavors for I sure. I think the problem with Hedonist, too, is chocolate. I've gotten chocolate there, and it's phenomenal. That's sure, like it's great, yeah. They're, they're a chocolate thing. place, right? Yeah. It's it's like a good date spot. You go to the wedge, you get some food, you go there for a little dessert, you walk around with your cone. That's that's a good time. One of the talk re- to her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <Ay>, yeah. <ay>, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. Um, Sorry, Rob. We one of the, almost maybe one of the re, almost maybe possibly one of the reasons we are doing ice cream is you came at us maybe in a text chain when we were talking ice cream last summer when our friend nick was traveling all over eating ice creams former guest nick and you came at us with hedonist like it was like not it wasn't a hot take it was a maybe a reaction to a single visit and i've been like teasing you about it being like oh man this guy's gonna be all over hedonist when we have it how do you think they performed compared to that experience you had in the past i don't know if i set that up enough but no i i think i was don't count the vanilla (laughs) well i mean if you did count the vanilla then that would be unsurprised but i i did come into it with uh preconceived preconceived negative notions i have to say like i said the women working there were so nice and so helpful and that cookies and cream is really good. I, I would go back for for specific. I think they, if they have a, like a really unique or interesting sounding flavor, that would bring me into that shop. So Otherwise, you, I probably wouldn't a, go back. This might be an order again. This is I'd say this is <laughs> this is an order again. Definitely not a never go back. Oh, this is not a never go back. I would definitely check it out. And, and I think the fact that they update the 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 actual creams on the the website is a nice way to kind of reference and be like, oh wow, that sounds like an interesting yeah. flavor. I'd like to check mm-hmm. it out. So. I think worth worth checking it out, and, and I've heard good things about the chocolate. So, yeah, I thought it was great, and, and I love Moonlight too. The, you know, we, we've been having you know the elite ice creams of Rochester, and and they're they're competing. They're hanging. Yeah. All right. Well, that I think that wraps up for our ice cream portion of the pod. Um, we do have we had sort of an emergency section of the podcast next. We had an emergency sausage party because Randy. Was it you who got your hands on some extra sausages this week? I did. I Set this up for us a little bit. Fell off the back of a truck? Uh, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> uh, no, Place in Greece called Triano's. Um, awesome we, joint. I think we've talked them up. You've mm. mentioned them before on our other sausage So party. they make these belly bomber sausages. Didn't get a chance to get that. That's a special. Um, but I will get that for another day. But they had the Ralph's, or not Ralph's, sorry. They had the magic sauce sausage, which I assumed was Ralph's, but we could not find the ingredient list anywhere, so not sure. Um, but I bought a bunch. We ate them tonight. Guys, what would you think? Well, <laughs> we each ate two of them, I think, or at least I did. <laughs> I had two. I had two. Oh, my gosh. Right before we ate six bowls of ice cream. <laughs> Nothing, well, it's funny. Fair. Looking at the grill, it was just full of sausages. I'm like, oh, we're going to have so many extras. There's and now we only have two left. left. <laughs> like, and, and there was also talk of like, would it be crazy if we had a third? <laughs> I feel like one of us had three. Isn't, isn't admitting it. He's tilting his head towards Rob. <laughs> I had me. two. They were really good. 
I think the fact that we each had two of them yeah. speaks volumes. Knowing we had to eat a bunch of ice cream after. For some reason, that didn't really factor into my decisions. <laughs> I put that part of it off, I guess. I don't know. I think if we wanted to do like true a true competition of sausages... I'd want to cook some. That's in the name advance. of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to cook up a few links the day before, throw them in the fridge, and then have some cold and some hot because I think that the flavors are much different when they're cold, and I, I think I prefer them cold actually. Double blind, double temp taste yeah, test. I feel exactly. like we should do it that ice cream too next time. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what we did. Rob, the ice cream from Hedonist was like a brick because Rob had it in the deep freeze. I've got. And I drove mine over from home in a cooler. <laughs> so I have an idea. I've got an ice cream maker. What if I heated up this oh, humble brag ice cream? Again. Here we go. Mix it up. Good get that sugar cream. dissolved and rechurn that baby. Rob like scoots around his basement on like a knee scooter, like sl- <laughs> scooping ice cream. He plays the Willy Wonka song, <laughs> The Candy Man. He's making his own ice cream. <laughs> Just a thought. I mean, yes, if you heated up some that. ice cream to try and fix it, I would eat it. Yeah, I might have a sausage before then, but we got a couple left. Uh, I, I thought it was great. I mean, there wasn't a ton to say about it. It was sweet. It had it did have a little bit of that tang from the from the fennel. It, it was a really good sausage. Great I think size. It was, I think the way they put them together yeah. too is when you grill it up, they get they get real juicy and start popping yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, and I thought it was simple, but I liked that simplicity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think sausages go a little too crazy, and they're shoving like everything in there. I like the sweet taste. I I I enjoy an Italian sausage, but this almost reminded me a little bit of the one we had from McCann's that was like barbecue, mm. bacon, beer, and cheese because it had that sweet element to it. And Rob described it when we were eating it as like a brown sugary taste, and that was that combined with... It's like getting a burger that's like brushed with barbecue sauce or something. It's just a nice contrast, and yeah. that was really delicious. Great snap. All these custom sausages from these places we've had have they're made really well like you said Randy they I'm sure cuz they they're butcher shops they mm-hmm. make they they do this all the time so great snap great first couple bites juicy sweetness was what got me it was awesome yeah awesome okay okay so i guess for the third time we've done sausages we don't have a list of ingredients we got to get that next time we got to ask the people got to get a guy on the inside <laughs> I did send an email to Petinari's when we got him from there, and the guy was like, I'll get you back in the morning. And I'm sure he's just super busy and did just not. He's making like, sausages, time not answering emails about making sausages. with a listenership of <laughs> a text group. Oh, well, that's great. And, and I'm glad we didn't record a separate up to talk about these sausages because there was not that much to say except they were great. Yeah. yeah. I, I did have a snack taste test prepared. We're going to do it next week when we do our next. I love snacks. Our next ice cream episode. I I bought a new snack, and I want you guys to taste it and see what you think. I'm excited. It I I'm a fan, but I I bought it, so obviously I'm biased. But I I put out. We already finished the main bag of the snack, so I have three little kid <laughs> plastic bags, and I like use my tongs and I picked out five individual things of this snack. And made sure that the bags were even and everything. So next episode, we're doing a mystery snack what taste test. What could this snack be? That's yeah, that it's like something you haven't yeah. had or whatever. Oh my it's, God. It's, I don't know. It's going to be fun. All right. I think wait. it will. Awesome. So I guess we move on to some... Well, first of all, if you'd like to email us, we check the email <laughs> account occasionally. Uh, the address is talkintrashrock, T-A-L-K-I-N, trash, R-O-C, at gmail.com. And our Instagram is at Talkin' Trash Rock. And we've taken a break from posting on Instagram uh, leading up to the ice cream episodes. But we'll be back and active uh, once these start posting and dropping and flopping and plopping. So uh, look for some more action on our Instagram account then. And feel free to comment and shout us out or make suggestions. We might be looking for an ice cream place now that Reed's is closed. Yeah. Yeah. or we'll be traveling to one of the many faraway places Rob and Randy have looked up and suggested. Finger legs, yeah. We might be taking a drive. <laughs> so, uh, peeves and plugs. Randy, anything you're uh, that's cheesing you? No, but I do have a plug. 
Okay. Um, so I know we don't talk about alcohol a lot on here, but I think this is a fair place to plug AJ's beer warehouse. Mm. Never been there before, but I went like a week and a half ago. I think Laurel got me a gift card there. It's awesome. I don't know. I think I've talked about one stop brew shop on here, which is a place in Greece. Same idea, but bigger than one stop brew shop, but they are more knowledgeable about beers at one stop. Um, but the guy was really nice here at AJ's. He just pretty much, I was like, so what's a good New England IPA? And he just pretty much went down the case pointing to every single New England IPA. Maybe he just likes them all. Yeah, yeah. he did. He good said salesman. He likes them all. <laughs> um, but the coolest thing about it is. Yeah, you, Mitt, why don't you pick up like eight six packs? <laughs> just selling Randy. I did spend $1,000 there. So. <laughs> uh, he, he did, or they do let you pull off a can Singles. from the pack, yeah. Yeah, which, is, which is my favorite thing. So I just went down the line. Grab some. They have this new type sour, pe- or no, um, Warheads. Remember Warheads candy? Yeah, I saw that kid? there. And he actually recommended the one. He said people have been loving it. So I got one of those to try. Um, but yeah, it's it's an awesome place. And honestly, I don't think I've ever been there before after I walked in. So cool. definitely recommend. It's been it's been about yeah, a, it's been yeah it's been one month since we last did this. Uh, <laughs> we have I have a bunch of plugs. And I think it would have fit in nicely, like in a week in food. But we've been doing the ketchup, so I'm gonna go rapid fire. One, I have two. One of them, like Randy, alcoholic. I took a class. I think I mentioned it during the last episode that we were going to do this. It was through the Rochester Brainery and Black Button Distilling. It was a online. It was like remnants of. I signed up when everything was still kind of closed down, so it was on Zoom. But it was actually great because we did it right at home. And I went to Black Button and I picked up a bag that had everything in it down to like limes and sugar for simple syrup and stuff. And we learned how to make two cocktails. And they're just things you would have never thought of. And you got to do like a virtual tour of the distillery. You got to learn all about it. And I, it was so much fun. It's totally going to make me buy their products and be into like and ex- excited to support them. So that was a lot of fun. They have tons of in-person and online classes through the Brainery. And I loved Black Button and the people who worked there. My wife and I got Monroe's, the restaurant, which I used to talk about all the time. Through COVID, their prices have gone up a little bit, I think, because they're doing a lot of takeout and stuff. And we got it once, and it was not as great as we're used to dining in. We just got it the other night again. We, we had a gift card, and we're like, all right, let's try it again. We can't give up on this place. We love it. Monroe's is back. It was so good. We get chicken French. And walnut crusted chicken, highest recommend on both those entrees. Wow. So good, and it's like three days worth of food in each container. So that was great. I don't uh, think I would ever try walnut crust crusted chicken like off a menu. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have either. If you're it, recommending it. It I'm... has. It comes with this like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a brown sugar gravy. It's like this sweet sauce. Sounds amazing. It's like should be on the inside of a pie. And then it's these same probably chicken cutlets as their chicken parm, which is also awesome. And their chicken French. They make awesome chicken cutlets. So it's that covered in this like garlic brown sugar sauce with like roasted vegetables and stuff. It's so good. And mashed potatoes. Andy, I'm probably going to order that this week, actually. Monroe's. I'm convinced. So good. Get that. It's great. And if you like chicken French. And even their salads, they have the best salad dressing, in my opinion. Better like, than Olive Garden? I've never had it. Oh, Olive, Olive Garden's Garden. pretty good. I've bought pretty good. Monroe's salad dress. It's super vinegary, which is my thing, and okay. like Parmigiani. I love it. Like an Italian? Yeah. And, and, okay. Yeah, and it just comes like with their basic salad. I'm like scarfing the whole thing, <laughs> dipping bread in it. It comes with bread. It, I recommend it. Um and then you mentioned AJ's Beer House. I finally, I just remembered, I wrote it down while Randy was speaking. We finally went to Doc's Beer House. Yeah. With, and got food. Where's that? Pete talked about it on the pod with Heather. Yes. They went there together. It's Webster. just, it's like an AJ's Beer Warehouse where you can go buy singles, but they have bar food and it was awesome. Every single thing, roast beef sandwich. My son had a grilled cheese. We got wings. The wings were some of the best. It's like the best new wings I've had in years. The food was awesome. I can't wait till we do an episode on it. It doesn't count as a brewery, though, unfortunately. I squeeze it in. We could call it brew food. It was probably the most excited because I love bar food. Most exciting I've been excited I've been about a new restaurant in a long time. 
And one last thing, if you're tweeting about the episode tonight, remember hashtag low carb noir. <laughs> That's my last plug. Yep. Um, but yeah, ooh, Doc's Beer House, strong recommend. Gotta check it so out. So good. And it's in Webster, correct? Yeah, it's like an old gas station. Christy, my wife was like, this used to be like the corner store, and it still has like the little island roof out in front, but they have picnic tables under it. Instead oh, that's of cool. Like, and um, you can just walk up to their beer refrigerator, grab a loose can hold it up and show it to the person at the counter and they just add it to your tab. It's oh, kind of fun. Cool. Like so you can that. just browse while you're eating. Like yeah. I was eating with the boys. My wife went and grabbed another drink. So much fun. Nice. So good too. All right. I'm done. Okay. I've got a couple things too. Cause it has been a long time since we've last recorded. I do have a peeve and it's an ice cream related peeve. Oh boy. If it's about silt again, it's not silt related. <laughs> <laughs> it's I hate when you go to an ice cream place and people are just there slamming samples with those little plastic spoons. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to have one little yeah, minuscule you get, scoop. You get like one sample. Toss it. And, and it just, it's, it's annoying to me because it slows everyone down. Hold on. I know what Randy's going to say. He made a timeout symbol, but let me finish. But my biggest concern is the environmental impact of so many of these little stupid plastic spoons. Just get a scoop. Okay. Just get a scoop. Just get what a sc- you tell me what I was gonna say. Rangers you'd be like, Oh, well, when we were in Europe and there were gelato places, you were doing that all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, true. That's exactly what I was yeah, gonna I say. Yeah, I know you're Okay, say if that. all these people at these at the local <laughs> ice cream places are from Germany or like Italy, that's fine. Well, here's my favorite <laughs> part about Rob. He would go around and he'd say, Can I try that one? And then can I try that one? Can I try that one? Can I try that one? Can I try that one again? And then after five, he'd be like you know what? I want that one. The one he didn't try. Like it was always like the, the extra one. It's it called so process funny. of elimination, dude. Uh, I love that. Rob knew exactly. What oh, I, I knew exactly what you're going to say. I realized the hypocrisy. That's an older version. I mean, I'm wiser now. Okay? Rob's going to plug being a hypocrite though. So I thought Randy was doing timeout. Cause like we lost the record and Rob was like <laughs> knee deep in that take. And he's like, I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep gonna hammering these rip. people. Uh, and I do have a couple quick plugs, one of which has a small story attached to it. Wait, Rob, um, I just thought of another peeve like yours. So, And that takes forever. Yeah. Like when people are trying to order and there's a line and they're like, let me try this. When I was at Moonlight, I was waiting. Now I was about to order two pints of ice cream, so everyone's going to hate me. But some this little like kid came up and he's like, I'll take like a bubblegum ice cream milkshake. And I'm like, there's one person scooping ice cream and you're ordering a milkshake. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, I get it. Okay. And then his mom also ordered a milkshake. And by the time she ordered a milkshake, all the blenders were used and not clean. So the guy had to go clean four blender things (laughs) to make this grown woman a milkshake. It's like, just get a cone. Come on. We're moving here. (sighs) Sorry. I interrupted. No, that's, that's a great (laughs) peeve. I, I love it. Uh, I was going to plug so first of all, I went to Nino's Gourmet Mexican Street Food on Monroe Ave and I've had been. some tacos. Freaking awesome. It was good. Really good food. I wanted to get the birria tacos, which is the big trendy new taco. We got there a little too early. They weren't going to be ready, but I had four other tacos that were all really good. We got the nachos there. Oh, awesome. They were dope. Yeah, great food. I highly recommend checking that place out. And then two places that were closed for a while, but are back. One, Trada. And I got a pork chop with the mac and cheese and baked beans. I would never have gotten it, but I went uh, I went there with my old neighbor. Shout out to Ray, who definitely might not even know what a podcast is, but <laughs> hey, Ray. Ray. Ray's like, this pork chop's pretty awesome. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get a burger. And then after he ordered it, the waiter's like, that's my favorite thing. And I'm like, okay, I got to get this giant pork chop. And I would never order a pork chop in a restaurant. It was so good. Mm. I, I would highly recommend that. And then the other place was James Brown's, which was bought by a family, and they they learned from James Brown himself. And uh, I went there recently with uh, another friend of the pod, Kaylee, and uh, great breakfast food. And actually, a kind of a funny story. If you've ever been to James Brown's, the bathroom in the basement is like something out of a horror story. Like you go down these steps, you go through this creepy basement. The bathroom is just pretty pretty gross and it's kind of creepy to get there 
So Sounds Kay- creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> you might call it gritty. Uh, so Kaylee went down to the bathroom. She comes up, and then she's, she tells me that um, one of our friends bought a very expensive house, but it still needs a lot of work. And so I'm looking at pictures on, on the phone and right after she came up from the from the bathroom, and I go, oh, man, the, the bathroom. Some of these bathrooms need to be gutted and just <laughs> And I'm just like kind of just talking about these bathrooms and how they, they definitely need some work. And then the waitress stops and she just she's walking by our table. She's like, I'm so sorry. We're working on it. We're building some new. Ba- there are brand new bathrooms. They're up there. We just haven't yet opened them up yet. And I'm like, and it took me a little while to realize what she was talking about. I'm like, oh, no, we're not. We're not talking about your bathrooms. We're talking about other bathrooms. No, I am Rob from Talking Trash Podcast. <laughs> I do like to evaluate bathrooms and their grout work, but I'm not talking about yours oh, yeah, right no. now. <laughs> I, this, yeah. this meal is not for the pod. No, yeah, this was for personal it. pleasure, You've not for time. the... Yeah. We'll be back in a week, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, also, shout out to the new owners of James Brown's putting in some new bathrooms. I so, would just go ahead and assume they're listeners. Oh, I'm sure mm-hmm. they are. I mean, they're in the neighborhood. So, yeah, some, some great grub recently and, and some... Great peeves, as always. So until uh, anything else to add, gentlemen, before we no, get some more Get yourself some strawberry ice cream, everyone. <laughs> Treat yourself. Oh, the sour cream donut. That's what you liked, right? Yes. Oh, I brought yeah. I brought a few people around on the sour cream donut. Me too. Definitely. I do Me what too, I can. Oh, I was just thinking about the old-fashioned hand-cut glaze the other day from Ridge Donuts. So Got to get up there. So good. So Amazing. good. Treat yourself to one of those two, folks. Yeah. Hey, until scoop, next time. Scoop a strawberry on an old-fashioned hand-cut <laughs> get glaze. A, get a scoop on a hand-cut glazed. And All just right, I'll stop talking. Keep it silty. Keep it keto. The case of the missing keto. <laughs> until next time. Low-carb noir! <laughs>